This episode of Carpathian Kittens is brought to you by Gamefly. Gamefly puts video games where they belong, in the hands of the gamers who love them. The Gamefly website and mobile app for iPhone, iPad, and Android all make it easier for you to buy, rent, and play games that you love for less. Gamefly.com has thousands of new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Switch, Wii U, and 3DS, as well as older systems and movies. As a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. If you like a game so much and you don't want to send it back, you can keep it. For a low used price, there are never any due dates or late fees. Click on the link in the description below to receive a free 30-day trial on us. Hello and welcome to Carpathian Kittens. Not, not one bit of that shit made sense. You're like, I get it. I mean, I, I understand. I, I get that she was made from clay, supposedly, or whatever. So she's pliable. She's real stretchy, like Gumby. <laughs> no, that shit's stupid. <laughs> You want to do some cocaine and make a movie? And they're like, yeah, but it takes a long time to make a movie. And they're like, I got a lot of fucking cocaine, baby. Okay, <laughs> let's roll with it. I got sunburnt on my scalp for the second weekend in a row. <laughs> That's because of your thinning hair. It's not because my hair is thinning. That's not the reason why. (laughs) Damn dick. week's edition of Carpathian Kittens with me, Cole Bruner. And me, Justin Prescott. And me, Tyler Bruner. Let's think about this real quick before we get started on Pentacon stuff. If you think about this, this is like our year anniversary. It is. It is. Of our first attempt at doing a podcast. It is. Actually, like our first, uh, our first actual recording was March 7th. Yeah. Today's the 8th, so... Yay! One year. One year. Woo! Because like we recorded on Pensacon, but then we just kind of like scrapped all that, and then we mm-hmm. recorded on March seventh. So yesterday was a one year Carpathian anniversary. Carpathian awesome. kitten. What was that one fucking guy? Okay, I don't even remember which panel it was in. What? He was like. I don't think I don't think you were in this one. I think it was JP. Ah, fuck, I don't know. But it was like the Marvel one. He was like. No, it was DC, and he's like, oh, I like it when they, there's, it was like, murder for babies. <laughs> it was like, what? It was like, it was the first time that you could see, like, death and murder and blood for children. And he was like, what the fuck kind of argument is that? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> no. I wasn't what paying attention. Was talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. But I, I wanted to go up there, and I wanted to debate, like, with uh, the second one. Like, well, right after you went, I was like, this is going to be fun. Which and, one was it? Because um, you went up there for... 
Video games? Yeah, I went up there for video games, and then... Uh, I went, what was the other one I went up there for? Oh, you went up there for the uh, cartoons. Yeah. Uh, cartoon movies. Yeah. And so then I wanted to go up there for comic books, but like when you were up there for the... Uh, for the cartoon one, uh, somebody came up to me and tapped me on the shoulder and like, oh, I didn't know you were going to be here. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can go up there and not swear a lot. Because this was like a oh, client. So and so I was just work. like, yeah. I was like, oh, I got to like. So I don't know if you noticed, like when I went up there for the TV stuff, it was very much edited. And like, because yeah. I was like, garbage. That was yeah. the only word I could come up with. Stupid, dumb. PC, better TV. Not only that, our recent crisis, Movement uh, yes. connected everything oh. from every bit of DC universe ever that ever exists, from 66 Batman, all the way through to the stuff that's happening now in the DC universe, all the way connected. You can't even touch that with your Netflix garbage. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, I talked to her afterward, and she was like, what were you doing? Because uh, she was, I saw her, like, the next week, and I was like, we're recording. And she goes, oh. like, how do I find it? And I'm like, you don't. And she goes, why? And I was just like, I, I don't feel like you should listen to it. And then started talking to her, and I'm like, oh, you would have been cool. I didn't realize that you were a cool person. Was she cool? Yeah, she's super cool. Oh, okay. I didn't realize how cool she was until then. She goes, oh, yeah, no, we, uh, we're fucking filthy in our house. I'm like, awesome. Oh, thank God. Oh. I was I was stressed and I didn't go up for two different things because of you. Man. <laughs> DC got hammered in that debate. So what we're talking about here is uh, we went into a panel um, with Complete Nerd Authority and it was a debate for Marvel versus DC in all sorts of different facets. So comics, cartoon series, cartoon movies, uh, video games, and... Uh, live action movies and people came up for each one of these categories and argued their points yeah and so i went up there twice once for dc and one for once for marvel and uh just got didn't do good either time but i feel like i had very compelling arguments and yeah just dc was terrible no i mean it was actually like re-listening to it it was very evenly split like how they like which way they went mm -hmm. with the stuff because it's just like uh, cartoons live action TV and where did they land on movies I feel like on movies they landed on Marvel but I don't feel like that's true right so on because DC originally won the movies and then they decided to do it again because mm -hmm. they weren't satisfied with the results gotcha and it only makes sense that 70 people were louder than six. Yeah. Yeah. So what they would do is there were chairs on both sides. Of, there was chairs on both sides of the aisle. And if you were for DC, you went to one side. And if you were for Marvel, you went to the other. And for the movies portion, a lot of people went to the Marvel side of the aisle. And then they did a fucking applause meter. And, yeah. So, Marvel won. All which right. is... Okay, Marvel makes more movies, and technically, I would say that they are more skillfully made, but I wouldn't say that they are better. Right. I don't know. It seems to me the DC movies have just, they have more passion behind them. That's my takeaway. Was, I have not seen Birds of Prey yet, though. 
And I, I the, like, I feel like their judgment towards, like, against DCU has been, like, just the last, like, five years of cinema for them when it's, yeah. like, this shit started in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. That's also true. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was absolutely a fun time. That was. Yeah. It was a super good time. I definitely had my reservations of, with some of them. And I was like, fuck. Because, like, the, like, the comic book one, I was like, oh, this is, I'll, and I was like, I don't know if I can go up there and not be passionate enough to not swear because they had some weak shit arguments. I was like, <sighs> and then Eddie, God, Eddie comes up there and just torpedoes my arguments. I love that because it was uh, yeah because that, that was the other one, the animated uh, films. Yeah. So it was it was three and three. Uh, so it was it was split perfectly. But yeah, he's he was we were standing back there and he's just like, how the fuck is no one bringing up? Uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm I'm like I don't fucking know I was like that's the only fucking animated movie that's worth shit <laughs> and, and so he's just like I'm gonna go up there and I'm like they already got two people he goes I don't give a shit I don't give a shit and he's like and he just goes up there grabs a microphone and he's just like Batman Mask of the Phantasm I was like that's all you need to say Iron Man and Captain America Hulk and Captain Iron Man what happened to those movies yeah, I'm about just like all right, Mask of the Phantasm. What up? Who's One of the best origin stories. One of the best love stories. One of the best Joker stories. Best animation, fight choreography, music, done. And it was. That's true. He's not wrong. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, I think it's going in now. I don't know. Uh, whatever. But yeah. Yeah. Just. Yeah. I felt it. Yeah. I felt it when he when he said those words, just right here in in my heart. Because it's that's ah. a great fucking the, movie. The, the 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 room pretty much. Applauded the hell out of that. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. There's no coming back from that. I liked my um, Spider-Man is the Arkham series for people who are afraid of the dark. Yeah, that was good. I was trying to text it to you, but I was just like, he's not gonna check his phone. I was like, I gotta scream this shit out loud. Spider-Man is Arkham, but for people who are afraid of the dark. <laughs> Y'all want some Twix? Want some Twix? Yeah. But I love the Spider-Man game. We've, we've established I love the Spider-Man game, but you had to argue that point. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh... Yeah. I mean, that's definitely true. Because it is. I mean... It, it is the Arkham... It's, it's Arkham Knight with a bigger world and Spider-Man. Yeah. It's just Spider-Man can do... Cooler shit than Batman can. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, but that's what it is. It's the exact same, like... Exact it's the exact same, same stuff. Move sets, and you have the exact same, like, hey, you build these gadgets the same way, you have the exact same, like, uh, character mapping, the exact same, like, plot, like, um, side, side mission mapping as well. So you're mm -hmm. like, all right, this is that. It is. I'm just, I'm in New York, and I'm Spider-Man. 
as opposed to I'm in Gotham and I'm Batman. But yeah, the same thing. I played some Spider-Man the other day and uh, Abraham was there and he's like, let me do it. I was like, well, just let me just play for just a minute because I was just I was stressed out and I just wanted to, I just wanted to Spider-Man a little bit, you know, because it feels good. <laughs> yeah, it does look good. And I have not played that game in a really long time and I've forgotten the controls. So I'm trying to like do stuff and I'm trying to get back into like fighting and doing all that stuff. And he's like, you're, you're doing it bad. Let me just do it. And I'm like, no, let me do it. And he's like, well, did you know about this? And I'm like, yes, I knew about that. I taught you how to do all this. I just haven't played this in forever. And I have other stuff filling up my mind, so I can't remember the controls like you can, because you, the biggest concern in your life is learning your spelling words. <laughs> so Just not shit in your pants. Just not shit yeah. in your pants. Yeah, like... That's exactly what I was going to say. So, yeah, so just back off. And he's like, no, just let, let me do it. And I was like, fine, you just do it. Show me how it's done. Do it. And I didn't even really get to play that much. And it kind of sucked because I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> Darn it. It's all right. Unrelated. Zoom isn't a speedster. What? Zoom's not fast. Zoom's a time manipulator. And that's probably why he wasn't on the top ten list. Oh, okay. Well, that probably explains it. Yeah. I was doing something and I was just like, yeah, Zoom, Zoom doesn't have... He has... It's the... He accesses the uh, the still force, not the speed force, because he manipulates time, and that's why he appears to be moving fast, but he's not. Huh? I figured I'd throw that in because last time we were we met, we spoke about the top ten list and why the fuck he wasn't on there. We were talking about the top ten list. Yeah. And how? What is it? Wonder Woman? Who is she faster than? She's faster than like a speedster. She's faster than Kid Flash, and she's faster than Shazam. Yeah. She was like number seven, so she was faster than three people. Well, she's faster than obviously a lot of people, but in the top ten, yeah, she was faster than three of the Shazam, Kid Flash, and Cheeto. No, Cheeto was faster than her. Cheeto's faster than her. Yeah, Cheeto was number six. Um, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Whatever. But anyway, yeah, I was thinking about that actually earlier today because it's International Women's Day, and uh, yeah, it's like okay, well. That was barely touching Dan. From Ooh, that was my balls. Ooh, that was my balls. That was my balls. Why didn't you use one of the Oh Godspeed? She's got. faster than Godspeed also. Oh yeah. So she's faster than two speedsters. No, that was my knee that hit the thing under here. That's oh. what made the sound, not the bottle. How uh how does that I know we talked about this the other week, but how does that work, man? I just don't See she can run. And it's faster than the other three people. So I put her at the seventh spot. But I don't know how it actually works. She's made from clay. I mean, I get that. <laughs> that not one bit of that shit made sense. You're like, I get it. I mean, I, I understand. I, I get that she was made from clay, supposedly, or whatever. So she's pliable. She's real stretchy, like Gumby. <laughs> no, that shit's stupid. <laughs> It's really dumb. Like, she's not faster than a flash. That's preposterous. <laughs> preposterous. It is. Yeah. Preposterous. That's it a is. fucking great word. So it should be... That's preposterous. All the speedsters. 
<laughs> and then Superman, and then Shazam, and then whoever the fuck else. Yeah, but then, like, some of those speedsters are, like, as fast as the speed of sound. Yeah, okay. So, like, that's it. Fair enough. Because Jay Garrett wasn't even on that list, because he's the slowest speedster. Because he's old. Yeah, but even before he was old. He didn't know shit about running. I know. Because it was that old that, why shit. Why are you that goddamn speedsters? Jesus Christ! Because you know, you can't. and that other CNA thing, they were like, they got done to the down to the end, and it was just like the last nerd standing, and they were like, name three uh, Green Lanterns, and like everybody was something like, I can fucking name seven Green Lanterns of Earth. Fucking, why the fuck am I not up there? You should have been. Yeah. <sighs> but it's for the same reason, like the Green Lanterns, except it makes more sense with the Green Lanterns. You just gotta have, you gotta throw more people in the mix to keep it fresh. Right. Blah. Yeah, exactly. Blah. But whatever. But faster. Yeah. Wonder Woman's got enough stuff. Like, she's fast, and I'm okay with that. I'm totally cool with that. But she can fucking fly. She's got a jet. She's got a visible jet. She's got a magic lasso. She's got whatever the fuck is going on with her gauntlets. You know, she's got a lot of shit already. Why does she got to be that fast? Yeah, I think And I just don't see it. Like, I don't think that's... I don't, I've never, we've never seen her move that fast in the comics. Yeah. Or in any, like... I mean, in the movie, she did that thing where she blocked all those bullets. But... With, guess, with her gauntlets. Yeah. Maybe but, that's what they're talking about. She's fast enough to block a bullet. I guess, but... I, I feel like Shazam run. is that fast. Or yeah. faster. I don't know. I've never seen her run. Yeah. I did. In her movie, she ran across no man's land and they got shot a bunch <laughs> <laughs> she didn't miss those <laughs> yeah whatever I, I'm excited for Wonder Woman 84 that looks so fucking cool yeah it does look cool it looks super cool I'm very excited about that movie it looks good I uh when is that coming out June June I think so that's coming out in June ish and Ghostbusters is coming out in June, July. Yeah. And they push back James Bond because of the coronavirus, which is fucking stupid. I was looking this stuff early, up, like earlier this weekend about the coronavirus and, you know, the death toll of the coronavirus and versus the flu. And it just boggles my mind. And we just, it, it, it's, it's just like the Joker says in The Dark Knight. People are willing... That's funny. Coronavirus <laughs> pump, pump, pop. Funko pop. That's funny. People are willing to go along with the plan. No matter how horrible it is, as long as it's part of the plan. Right. Everybody's fine with people dying from the flu. Because it's part of the plan. But then this wild card coronavirus stuff pops up. And everybody's freaking out. And I feel like, I feel like it's a distraction from some other shit. I feel like, I feel the same way. Yeah, because the fucking stock market took a mighty big tumble. It took a fucking huge one, and it's pissing me off. Yeah, and it ain't come back yet. And the only reason it took a tumble is because they say all they want about disrupted supply lines. I don't see any evidence of that actually happening. Um, If anything... There's just less 
consumption right now, so there is a surplus, but that's beside the point. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to tie it back to people like wanting to, to it being a political thing, but it really makes Trump look bad if the economy's not doing good and if the coronavirus is a really bad thing because people are saying that he's mismanaging the whole coronavirus response it's, in the U.S., which he's not. It's a bunch of fucking retards. Yeah. Look at them right now. I mean, you got... Their, their best option was Bloomberg, and they've pushed him away. Yeah. And then their second best option would probably have been Warren, and they mm. pushed her away. I don't know. She's pretty terrible, but yeah, you're probably right. But the, so the only two people left are <laughs> stupid-ass Biden and Bernie Sanders. They don't have a chance in fuck. No. God, no. they don't. Not at They're all. not even trying. God damn. Yeah, it's bad. They're like, oh, I think they like bitching. That's that's just all it is. They do, man. Like they 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 know there's no fucking chance. But whatever, whatever. I feel like it's just it's just the media, man. It's just a it, this is a manufactured pandemic, and people are going fucking crazy. People are losing their fucking minds. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was watching some weird ass movie. The Mill Hirsch. And he had a little girl. I fell asleep during it, but it seemed... I need to finish it tonight. It's fucking... He's like super paranoid. So he lives in... Uh, uh, like, their house is all boarded up and all this shit. And he keeps mm. saying, you can't go out until you're normal, more normal. It's like... It's, I don't know. Something that, that he bleeds from his eye. You have to fucking see it. I can't say too much without... I don't want to... Is that the one with, like, the shed? No. No? Okay. Because there's one that looks interesting and it's got like a shirt in the back. The guy from like Into the Wild or whatever the hell. I think it's what it's called. The guy from Girl Next Door. Yeah, Girl yeah. Next Door. I love that movie. Timothy Oliphant <laughs> as the sleazy porn producer. Old <laughs> Cuthbert. Yeah, that movie's that movie's fantastic. Is it called Freaks? Freaks, yes. Freaks. Yes. Not to be confused with Eight-Legged Freaks. No, well, no which is a fantastical great. movie. Oh, I love giant spiders. Or the movie Freaked with a D. Yeah. That movie's great. That's the one with uh, Alex Winters and Randy Quaid. Oh man, you need to see that. That movie's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Bobcat Goldthwait in it. Jesus, Mr. T. I love Bobcat Goldthwait. It's fucking. You know where he's from? Where? Syracuse. All right. <laughs> you went to the same high school as John. That's cool. Uh, Jeff, that movie's just crazy. It's just one of those movies where people were like, "Hey." You want to do some cocaine and make a movie? And they're like, yeah. But it takes a long time to make a movie. And they're like, I got a lot of fucking cocaine, baby. Okay. <laughs> Let's roll with it. So fun thing about that movie. Uh, do, 
Do you remember it, Cole? It's been forever, but I do remember this. Do you thing. remember there was like the dog boy in it? The the guy that looked like a dog, yeah. like Wolfman or whatever looking guy? Yes. So that's actually Keanu Reeves Is in it? an uncredited role. That's awesome. Yeah. It's just, it's fucking crazy. It's just, the, the movie's just nuts. It, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's just crazy. That sound thing is fucking weird. Yeah, it is weird. Dude and yells. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It sounds like it's very calming, like right now. Yeah. It's like a it's like a soft rain. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly what it's it's, it's like perfect. But then it stops and you're like, Where the fucking rain girl? Yeah, like, what? Shit. <laughs> Where the goddamn rain girl? <sighs> but yeah, so back to Pentacon. So we did that. That was super fun. Um to the best of our abilities to tell, we didn't catch the coronavirus. Right. I caught a blister on the bottom of my foot, and that's about it. I got sunburnt on my scalp for the second weekend in a row. <laughs> that's because of your thinning hair. No. <laughs> it's not because my hair is thinning. <laughs> that's not the reason why. Damn dick. It's because you weren't wearing a hat. Yeah, we know. So no, it's where I'm at parts. So yeah. right there. No, uh, so so Pitscon we started off with uh, Friday, and we uh, we did a couple different things. Like uh, we started off at a CNA panel, and Justin went to a cosplay thing. Yeah, I did do that. I still got a lot of notes from that. I need to send that to you. I think actually. And then uh, CNA was the complete nerd authority. Yeah, they were a really cool bunch of fellas. A really cool bunch of fellas. And then after, and when and when me and Justin went to a a Q and A Q&A with Keith David. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and open it up. If there's anyone in the audience who has a question, uh, right out here, right in front. Did you eat any frost from the thing? <laughs> yes, I still have that sweater I wore. <laughs> I, for a long time, I, I had that uh, that parka jacket. Um, I think that's all about all that. I mean, it's been 35 years. So. That was your first film. That was my first film. And I know there's a lot of theories and beliefs out there. Do you believe your character made it through? Like, after the ending, like, do you think he was the thing or not? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what me? Uh, I didn't think so. I, will, I was talking about that today, as a matter of fact. Um, I think we filmed it both ways, as if one of us was it. But we didn't know. Who would have known? But it wasn't me. That's all. It wasn't. Anyone else? Um, right over here. So, uh, how do you feel about being known as the Arbiter in one of the biggest game franchises in history? How do I feel? Did everybody hear the question? How do I feel about being the Stadium? How do I feel about being the Arbiter? Yeah. In one of the biggest games in history? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of question is that? <laughs> huh? Uh, yeah. You think? <laughs> I think so. I mean, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful thing. You know, you, you know, you don't, uh, you know, I'm an actor. And 
I've wanted to be an actor my whole life. Uh, no one promised me a job, ever. Well, I mean, I've been pretty lucky. And, and some people, and I have been promised a job. I have been offered a job. But, it, but just strictly by virtue of going into this business, nobody promised you anything. You, you know, you want to you you act, you want to work, but you know, you have to audition and jobs can be scarce. Uh, I've been lucky. I've gotten some fantastic jobs. I've been, I've been part of some wonderful casts, some great movies, some wonderful theater. Uh, I, and, and, and by the time gaming came along, or, or, uh, or gaming got to the scale that it is now, like with The Arbiter, who knew? Who'd have thunk it? I mean, nowadays, and it's been going on for some time, the gaming industry, in the first week of production, the first week, not of production, but the first week of release, make, surpass movies a, a thousand fold. You know, they made $500 million in the first week of, uh, you know, Mass Effect, when it, when, it, when, it, when it came out, you know. Who would have thunk it? Movies don't make that kind of money. And so, I mean, it, it, is, it has given me a, 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 a platform to be known by, by many, many people. And I, I mean, I, I couldn't ask for that. I couldn't, I couldn't pay for that kind of publicity. So it's a blessing. It's a great, great blessing. Does that answer your question? <laughs> Who else? Yes. Hi. What's your name? Althea. Hi, Althea. What would you like to know? You'd have to give it to me because I don't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember a line from it? Okay, well, I'll see you afterwards and we can make something. <laughs> Slapped or whatever, you know, whatever, whatever the action is. 
and I play them the same way, you know, for the, the as much truth as I can possibly bring to the table. I think you were earlier. I don't know. Kind of actually segue segue off that last question. Do you prefer theater, film, or voice acting? I prefer working. I mean, 
why talk if you can't be understood? Uh, so, as a matter of fact, if, if, if I, had, I had an audition the other day, and one of the directions that the director gave me was to not be so, to be less uh, dictionary. <laughs> you know, you don't have to be so clear. You can slur some of the words. You know, and which you know, which is which again is it's a it's a it's a it's a character choice. And you know, every, everybody doesn't speak like me, so I have to take that into consideration. But for my, for my own, if, you know, for my own edification, for my own ear, uh, I didn't. I don't think that you came to not understand what I'm saying. So it's important to Keith that the person sitting in the farthest row in the back understands me as clearly as you sitting here in the front. So I try to bring that to the team. Now. That being said, uh, even if I were playing a character who's less articulate than Keith is, I want you to understand what his, I, I want them to understand, as well as you to understand, uh, that that's the way he expresses himself. Not, you know, like, you know, great diction. He, uh, he, has, he, has, he pronounces certain things funny. But even that I do want to this. Does that answer your question? So, in the current era of entertainment, streaming services have become a huge thing, and they're releasing their own stuff instead of, you know, they're actually producing things instead of just retransmitting someone else's. Uh, what was it like to be a part of the Future Man series? I had herpes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was great fun. Who knew that it was going to, you know, uh, become as popular as it? How many of you saw? Did you like it? Yeah. You know, it was funny stuff. Um, so I had a great time. You know, I mean, I'm. Uh, uh, in fact, I uh, when I first got my herpes, <laughs> I wore it home just so I could treat my daughters. <laughs> You know, and I went to kiss my daughter. She goes, <laughs> That's kind of funny stuff. I did that. Anyone else? Oh, right up here. Have, have you ever been mistaken for David Keith? <laughs> really? do stuff like that, um, he and I both, you know, if, you know, if, if, uh, if I was working and was trying to make a reservation, trying to make a plane, uh, and I didn't, and they weren't going to release me in time to make the 5 o'clock, I'd make a reservation in his name at the 7 o'clock. <laughs> and then once I got there, I'd say, oh, you got the names mixed up. Come on, you <laughs> And he do the same thing. <laughs> In my old age, I don't do that kind of stuff anymore. Not really. But as a young man, 
uh, when we were in the theater, for example, and we, we, we maybe we'd be doing a Shakespeare play or a restoration play, and you have to come in and you have to greet somebody and shake their hand. Sometimes you get a handful of Vaseline and you go, hey! <laughs> People frown on that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, you know, usually the, the other the other guy he's trying to pull something like that with you. So you know, we it's an internal trick. I mean, I once did a production of Romeo and Juliet, and most of us agreed. Some of us were like, "Oh, you people." Uh, uh, agreed to, in one of our speeches, to insert the word hippopotamus. <laughs> so we'd be, Tybalt, you hippopotamus! Uh, uh, you know, and the audience, of course they heard it, but you know how some people listen to Shakespeare anyway, so you expect not to get something, so that, there goes another flock. <laughs> Yes. I had the time of my life at that time. Men at Work was the first time on film I'd ever got to do any comedy. It was the first, my first uh, uh, comic part on, on, on in a movie. So I had a wonderful time because I got to be, you know, greatly over the top. I had a couple of great lines, you know, old Tricky Dick, you know, and uh, you know, one thing you never mess with is another man's fries. And, you know, and, and, and I've, like, I've had some really wonderful, great fortune, because I've had some great lines, and, 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 and uh, just as an actor and as a human being, as a person, there's, there, there are, I mean, those are, those are things that I can say emphatically. I don't have to act to say that line. Because, you know, even when I go out with my wife sometimes, it's like, if you want some fries, you should order some fries. <laughs> why, why are you messing with my fries? You know what I mean? Uh, but, you know, and, and that's, you know, I mean, how many times do you get a small fries? Because you only want a few. And then somebody reaching over and you play trying to act like, what are you doing? What is that? Did you want some of these? You should have ordered some. Anyway. <laughs> we had someone Yep. Yeah, how much fun did you have in the back alley fight scene that they live? <laughs> oh, it was great fun. I mean, I mean, you remember what it was like playing cops and robbers as a kid or, you know, I mean, when I was growing up, they had you know, the Batman with, uh, with uh, Adam West. So, you know, bang, clunk, ooh, ooh, bang, you know. So, I mean, we got to do that, but we're grown men. <laughs> and we don't get to, we don't make the sounds, but, you know, we get to sell the hit like that. And that was one of the, one of the wonderful things about working on that movie is Roddy taught me how to sell a punch, both giving and receiving. Uh, and taught me a couple of great wrestling moves, so if anybody ever attacks me, well, I know what to do. So you made a uh, 
references to great lines. What do you think makes a great line? Delivery. <laughs> but also writing. You know, I mean, I mean, you know, I, you know, I. I may not be the most creative person I've ever lived, but if it's on the page, I can deliver. I know how to do that, uh, and I, you know, and I, and I also know how to take, you know, when it's not on the, when it's not really on the page, I can. I've, I've learned how to figure out what the playwright intended, so I can infuse a line with it, but. If it's there, I know I'd work with that. You know. But so that's, you know, I mean, I think, because I think that's what, what you're addressing is what makes a great uh, interpretation of a line. I mean, a great line can be written, but if you don't deliver it well, then that's not a great line. I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard the same joke told by three different people, and it was only funny once if it was funny then, but you got it. And then you hear that same joke told by yet somebody else, and it's funny as all get up, because they know how to deliver it. Does that answer your question? Experience. You know, opinions are like, you know. 
Uh, and you know, and sometimes you don't want my opinion. But what would be what would be helpful to you, what can be helpful to you, is the benefit of my experience. And you know, when I'm teaching, I don't I don't I don't teach from a you know holier than thou place. I, I'm an actor uh, uh, that has a few more years of experience than you have, and I'm passing you on the benefit of my experience. And and in that exchange, you might learn something. Uh, and I, too, might learn something. Because, you know, what, 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 uh, one of the things that keeps us, keeps us sharp, keep, keeps us current, okay? I, I would never have asked that question the way you asked, but I know what you're addressing. So I will answer that question in this manner. And hopefully, it will get to whatever it is that you wanted to know. <laughs> what? No, I, I, I wasn't using you as an example. <laughs> Would you raise your hand so I can see you, or at least pretend like I can? Yeah, there you are. Okay. Sometimes when you're when you're when you're doing a voiceover, 
I can't look at you because if I look at you, I'm going to be off mic. So I, I have to keep my awareness that I'm talking to you, but I have to stay on the mic. So, you know, we, you know, we will be there and you get hit and you go, ooh, ah, ah. You know, I can do all that, but it's, 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 it's related to when you're on film. It depends on the angle of the character, uh, the angle of the uh, camera and the size of the lens. If it's a, if it's a long, uh, the, the longer the lens, I can move like this, you know, if, if, if the lens is back there. I can do this. If it's a, if it's a close-up on me, if I do that, I'm suddenly off camera. You get it? You know, even in a, in a big close-up, you move much less. Does that answer your question? Yes, thank you. Okay, right over here. I can't hear you. Fear out? Yes. Is that the question? Yes. Uh, uh, that's what we do. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's the acting. But I, I promise you, if I were to bring you up here right now, strap you to this chair. <laughs> your blood. It wouldn't take much to put a little color in your shorts. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean part, of the, part of the point is, uh, I don't want to get caught acting. My job and my desire, my goal as an artist, is to find the appropriate behavior of the character for that situation. So I don't have to make stuff up. If I understand the circumstances, then I can use my creative imagination to put myself into them. And as, you know, I mean, acting in that sense becomes like, you know, you, you know, going back to your childhood when you were playing cops and robbers and I went, you know I got you. It didn't. It did It you know. It, did, it wasn't much for you to believe. Oh, oh, he got me. Oh, and you would play it out. I get to do that every day. I mean, that's that's what we, that's what we do. And, and 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 the the more vivid your imagination, the more believable it can be. And then they, and then put if you put you know good fake blood on top on top of that, you know great lighting effects and put me in an environment where it looks like I'm supposed to be where I say I'm supposed to be. I mean, that's just great stuff, man. I mean, I, 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 mean, I love that engagement. Does that answer your question? Yes, thank you. We're gonna have time for one more and...
I'm going to, you know, somebody else asked me that earlier. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, I get to enter the great pantheon of Disney villains. If I die tomorrow, my name will still be on that roster. I mean, I mean, that's, it's a gift. I mean, you know, and, and that, that can't be taken away. I mean, you know, so, and it keeps on giving. For every, for every new uh, young person who sees The Princess and the Frog for the first time and falls in love with Dr. Facilier, that's another gift. So it just keeps on giving. I mean, I, I, I had the time of my life. How many of you know who Jeffrey Holder was? Um, So one hand. Well, Jeffrey Holder, uh, back in in, 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 in in my during my childhood, he was he was the cola nut man. Do you remember anyone remember that? He was the cola nut man. He also he also played Pooh Jack on, uh, in one of those uh, uh, Caribbean movies, you know, pirate movies. Well, when I auditioned for Doctor Facility, I did my best Jeffrey Holder. <laughs> Because it, had he been a younger man, he might have gotten that. Because it was, I mean, that was, you know, it was right up his alley. Uh, I'm glad I got it. So that is going to do it for our time today. Uh, well, please thank you for Tyler's like, I'm gonna go do this thing about parody law. Yeah, mine sounded very not exciting. The That's guys really that did loud. it was. That's really loud. Okay, <laughs> said the, 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 the talking about it though, made it entertaining. It was pretty cool. Let's because I got to go back and listen to it. Yeah. So the the copyright law thing's good. Yeah. I feel like I need to listen to it. It's just crazy. good shit to know. I, mean, I felt like that was half of what we needed to know, but we only had so much time. <laughs> yeah. Friday night, we, uh, y'all went to, um, Bad yeah. mo Movie Trivia, and me and Justin went to, um, They Live! Uh, yeah. All right, so we just got out of the Colt Movie Podcast. Uh, they were doing a live show, which is pretty fun. Which is pretty fun. Oh, no. Cole's satchel got messed up. Like a dope. He put his jacket on with his satchel still on like a silly goose. And then I tried to take it off. Oh. I got it caught in the sleeve. Goodness gracious. What the hell? So we just got out of that. They were talking about the movie They Live. Have you ever seen that movie? I have not, but have, I'm going to now. Have you ever seen it? I saw it once when I was like 12 years old. So it's been a number of years. Large and that movie is, yeah, a large number of years. And that movie is crazy. But it's pretty cool that they were talking about that movie because we went and saw Keith David earlier. And he was talking about that movie. He was. I remember, uh, I remember hearing this interview with Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper is one of the stars of the movie. He's the main star of the movie. He plays a character called Nada, apparently. And he was talking about how uh, him and Keith David just beat the shit out of each other. Because this movie has the longest, at the time, the longest fight scene on film. It's like 10 minutes long. And they're just hitting each other. And uh, so they beat the crap out of each other. 
And uh, then also he was saying at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, he gets he gets shot like a lot by like a machine gun. And he said that they put the squibs, squibs are the things that explode in movies when people get shot. Uh, he said they put the squibs on inside out. So they exploded inward on him. And he was just like, oh. But he's Rowdy Roddy Piper, so he's tough and he can handle it. So R.I.P. It's the Cult Movie Cantina or something. Cult Movie Cantina, yeah. Our friends over at Cult Movie Cantina. The Mopcast. Yes, Mopcast Network. So, that was really neat. Um, Cole hadn't seen that movie. I watched it since then. Um, it's fun. I saw it. Oh, here it is. Once, yeah. like, forever ago. Cult Movie Cantina. Yeah, that movie too is a lot of fun. Kicked everyone's ass. Yeah. Oh, it was a massacre. Mm. And you gave all your stuff away to this to a little girl. Yeah, I don't remember she was dressed up that day. She also she did the Mars. She was the one that did the Mars attacks. Which was super cute. Yeah. And then she dressed as something else the third day. But yeah, they gave me a little little mini Oscar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they go. Oh, well, usually we give one of these to the person who won the day, and I was like, oh, I, I just was already standing up and walking up there because I was like, who the fuck else are they gonna give it to? Someone else. And what'd you do with that? Gave it to a little girl. That's been so fucking cool in here. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about. I wanted to keep it. It was my mo at that point. I had to give it back to her or give it to uh, her. Okay. Likely yeah, story. Did want to keep it. You should have seen how great I did. I got all these cool prizes. Where are they at? I gave them all away. <laughs> okay. Courtney was with me. She yeah, I mean, we shit. believe her. Yeah. <laughs> She's the least reliable person. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so we did the They Live thing, and that was really cool because there's a cool group of people yeah. which we got to hang out with like all weekend long, in and out with. Yeah, it was a good time. Good time. I like what they were doing the uh, the battle. The battle thing was cool. Yeah, that was neat. So you missed that. So you. It was basically the Marvel versus DC thing, except it was they gave you different scenarios and you got to pick. That one was it doing the eighties thing. No, it was outside. Um, they were doing it back in that. What what they call it? Poseidon Bay. So y'all left to go feed the dog. Yeah, this one y'all mm. left. Yeah, so that we we went. To, that's when we did the axe throwing. So we did that, and then we threw some axes. Yeah, uh, just larping or whatever. No, there were some people out there larping, but we so, weren't part of that. Yeah, so they <laughs> glarping. Oh, that's glamping. Yeah. Glamping is camping. And glamorous but camping. Glamorous glamping. Uh, so this this uh, <laughs> glarping. Scotty, your 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 what was it? The Native American Native American pop culture pop culture spiritual, spiritual guide. guide. Uh, he would go, all right, guys, who's uh, who's comic book fans? And he's just like, DC and Marvel. And they would come up, and he was just like, and he's like, you're going to debate. And it was just like, you have a out-of-control Superman. How do you contain him? And it's like, you have three characters you can use from either side. And then they would kind of argue their point. That's and, fun. And then it was like, best lightsaber fight in, you know, Star Wars universe. Go for it. Like, I don't know who fought with, who fought in Star Wars. <laughs> And so, like, with Luke. That I think, Luke. yeah, right. <laughs> uh, he loses his arm. We um, fuck his hand. Yeah, we well, find out that Darth Vader's his father in that one. So it's a very integral, like, very important story. I would be a terrible person yeah. for that as well. But uh, the, I think theirs was like a Sogatana, and then it was the um, the one where 
Obi-Wan and Anakin the first time. Yeah. Obi-Wan what about the one with the three, the guy with a bunch of arms? That's General a cool ass fight. But yours was, cool, but yours was what? Mine was uh, Luke and Vader the second time in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that's right. And then mine was, because we didn't go up there, but we were having a conversation on the sidelines. I was saying the one where, like, fucking, even though it's a shitty scene, but the, the effects of the scene, because it's the one where Mace Windu and his crew go in there to like confront Palpatine because like not only do all those guys die right there, but that is the moment that Anakin becomes Darth Vader. Yeah. Like the City of Mace Windu fight, which is a good one. Yeah. And it's super cool because Mace Windu actually beats him. Yeah. Which is fairly impressive if you if you know like your Star Wars lore, because Darth the Emperor he's the like the best lightsaber guy and he has a spinning move yeah and he's got that spin move Emperor that old motherfucker yeah, yeah. he's better than Yoda that little flippy shit he that beats he does. Yoda yeah he, he's, he's then why then why doesn't he just go kill everybody then he he's does like, fuck these goddamn <laughs> fucking Yoda goddamn it just how much Star Wars have Yoda's you watched done. and then he goes and kills everybody else and he's like I'm done now I am Emperor and no one's left that's actually exactly what he does then how is there his fucking other stories <laughs> that's because there is Chewbacca still alive because Chewbacca wasn't part of it bullshit he Chewbacca doesn't have too. a lightsaber the Emperor doesn't give a shit about that hairy motherfucker. Well, he's, they're flying around taking people around with lightsabers. Yeah. He's, he needs to go, ah, fuck you, you die. <laughs> hairy motherfucker. If, if the Harrison Emperor fought, I, I made Chewbacca would be fuck over. You. Yeah. yeah. Chewie wouldn't have a fucking chance. <sighs> but, yeah. yeah, so we were talking about that stuff. And then, and then for Superman... Like, which way would you go for your Superman containment? Yeah, if you had to pick three people to stop Superman, who would you pick? Can they be bad guys? They no, be, it, all, they have to be good guys, but they can be from any universe. Okay. Yeah, DC or Marvel. DC or Marvel. So I was going to say Abomination. <laughs> uh, stop Superman. Well, he's thinking Doctor Strange. Okay, we we picked Doctor Strange, or I picked Doctor uh, you Strange. You picked Doctor Strange, yeah. I originally stayed DC, and then since then I think I've I've kind of like altered mine slightly because I've had a little bit more time to think. Reed Richards. It has to be good guys. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be good guys. Um, I don't know, Professor X. <laughs> I don't think Professor X could do much of nothing. He could. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Professor X is probably a really, really good choice. Yeah. Because that's, uh, that's, so that's, my, my adjustment was, uh, Zatanna, uh, Superboy Prime, and then Charles Xavier to alter his mind afterwards. Mm -hmm. And to, like, kind of make him either mush or conform. Conform. Yeah. That works. I'm still sticking with my original. So well, yeah, because yours was... Century. Century. Hyperion and Dark Strange and Doctor Strange because right. Superman is, is is vulnerable to magic, so that's why we both had a magic character. Yeah, there was one guy that had like he did all magic. Yeah, he just that was Scotty. I just don't yeah. see how Doctor Strange couldn't. Like, if he wanted to, how could he not? Well, see the thing about it though. So, like, here's where Doctor Strange would run into a problem: is that Superman can move faster than he can think. So while he's Working up a spell to do some dumb shit, Superman could 
literally just fly through him and turn him into paste. Right. <laughs> so, um, because the other two, they used, they both used Scarlet Bat. Witch. Yeah, the, and did, did, yeah, it was Scarlet Witch. That was, but Scarlet they both Witch. used her, they didn't use her for her magic, they just thought she was a strong enough person to, with, she, they're like, she's a, she's enough powerhouse that she could handle him. And just she like, could just hold him. And it was just like, with her magic, because she's a magic-based character, Y'all are not using her correctly. Superman is vulnerable to magic. Please, like, please know that. And then so Scotty was just like, Superman's vulnerable to magic. I would use, and he's like, I think he said Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, Zatanna, and... Doctor Strange? I don't remember if he said Doctor Strange or not. I think he might have said somebody else. I don't know. Because he was just like, magic yeah. all the way. Yeah, it was just magic. Because he was, he was just straight magic. Doctor, imagine Doctor Strange, though. He could do like a... He could do like a... Because he's a smart motherfucker. He's like, got, he's got, he played his like chest spot. He's like, I got this motherfucker mapped out. He's like, I'm going to do a projectile of myself, you know, 15 minutes prior doing a spell you in front of him. And then he's, then Superman. he's actually going to be over here and fucking yeah. get him. <laughs> Superman's really smart too. Superman wow. never gets credit for his, his genius, genius level. Just because like, he glasses doesn't mean he's smart. No, he's, Superman's so smart and he, he doesn't. Like he was saying. Well, he doesn't. Then I, don't, I, I don't know. Um, he doesn't. He's not portrayed as smart in anything. So because not, not only does he rank yeah. like number what four on the DC top, like hey, we're the fastest persons, but he's also got like one of the fastest fucking minds to go along with it. Yeah. Processing like he, and handling information. Uh, okay. His mind is super. Okay. Yeah. It's like he he's not as good. He's not as specialized, I guess, as like Batman is. You know, like Batman's the master strategist and like all this sort of stuff. But just Superman's mind works on on a Superman level, so he's just really smart. Super, super smart. Super duper. Cool. But he's not as smart as Lex Luthor. I know. Yeah, he's not. He's not like tenth level intellect. Or what is Luther? Luther's like twelfth level or some shit uh, like that. Brainiac was twelfth level, and Luther was a tenth level. Tenth level. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I might be wrong on Brainiac being twelfth level intellect because it might be. What the fuck does that even mean? It's this how DC breaks their. <laughs> like twelfth. What does that mean? Because like, I think it's actually Brainiac five is because tw- he's the evolved form of Brainiac, but he's a good guy. He's super fucking smart. Cool. Smartest person in the DC universe, though, Constantine. <laughs> That's not actually true, but no. he kind of is. He's the trickiest person. Probably, I would give that to him. But yeah, anyway, so they were out there doing that. That was fun. It was. It was pretty cool. I liked. I liked what they had going on. We got there just in time to miss all of it, almost. Yeah, we got there just in time to see those last two things and just argue with their points to just be like, oh, okay, from the sideline, not allowed. Yeah. And then after that, we threw axes. Which was super fun. Yeah. I, I can't wait to throw more axes. Because I was going up to it, I was just like, oh, I'm going to suck Can you this. bring pictures of things you want to throw at? Probably. I imagine you could do whatever you wanted to. What do you want to bring? I don't know yet. My, my first fear going up there was just like, I'm not going to be able to do this. And I'm not going to be able to do this in front of a lot of people. Well, we got out, you know, the people that were in front of us. Picture of they weren't doing good. Before. Right. And then so that eased that. But then like... The person like right before me threw it and it bounced so hard that it came right back at him that he had to like lift his foot, which you did too. Yeah, I did too. And I was just like, that's also terrifying. I was like, what if I'm not fast enough and I lose my leg, which I probably wouldn't. 
I want to bring Cole's DVD of going overboard. That's what I want to do. I don't even know if I own that anymore. Gotcha. Uh, but then, but those are quick. Those those fears quickly like alleviated when I found out how much of a bad ass I am with an axe. You did really good. I just nailed it. Just like that. That's basically how it was. And it, like, so when it went in, there was like an actual like moment where I was didn't realize that it went in because I was just like, I'm not sure what just happened. And I'm like, oh fuck, the axe is in the ground or in the. Uh, it's in. It's in the it's board. In, it's in the board and the target, like in the area that it's supposed to be in. I knew when it went in because there was an audible sound. Yeah, but I was shocked. I was. I was like, nah, this didn't. And it's like it fucking did. So fucking cool. It was like, <sighs> James Lipton died. I don't know who that is. Yeah, you know James Lipton. I know James Lipton. You know, yeah, he's inside the, the actor studio oh. or whatever the fuck it is. I got you. He was like ninety something, ninety three, I think. Really? He didn't look no fucking ninety three. I mean, he obviously dyed his hair, but. <laughs> 93 now no goodness gracious yeah he was born in 1926 Jesus yeah he passed away last Monday yeah good golly yes he was fucking old he was quite old he you know surprisingly now that uh, you know I had no idea he was that elderly I thought he was in like his 70s he he kind of looks a little weird here in this picture, not to speak ill of him. He kind of looks like Frank Reynolds in when he does the beauty pageant episode. <laughs> yeah. Frank's little darlings, but other than that. I love that episode so much. It's a good one. Just because like, he keeps reiterating the fact that he's not here to touch yeah. kids. It's just like, you guys don't think you touch kids. Yeah. I don't touch them, they don't touch me, and, uh, <laughs> it's all very, it's all very good, it's all very, very good, so, they're gonna go to their dressing rooms, and I'm gonna go to my dressing room, over here, on the other side, away from them, not close to them, not where, anywhere close to them. Uh, fucking, um, related but unrelated, as I finished that Mythic Quest show. Mm -hmm. it's fucking cool is it awesome yeah how many episodes is it it's nine I think so an hour long or 40 minutes no there's 30 minute ones so. good though yeah. you ever watched the guild mm -hmm. I saw like a little bit of it I didn't watch I didn't I didn't really watch episodes of it but that's one, the one, one season face, of right? it. Yeah, Felicia Day. Yeah. Uh, one of the seasons, they it's, it's like what that show's about. Hmm. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, to be honest, I don't know what that show's actually. I know it's about them developing or having a game and yeah, putting it out there and whatever. Let's see. It's a fun show. Like, a lot of the time, it's just like McElhaney just fucking, like, with a broadsword. Yeah. <laughs> And just like for no reason. Well, I mean, when I say for no reason, he's fucking like doing the mocap for a lot of the stuff, just because it's like he's just like I feel like this can work, but I don't know why. Let's let's figure this out. And then he like he comes up with like these 
because he it's his like his it's his brainchild, mm-hmm. but he can't do any of that shit. So he's like he's just constantly telling this one person, and she's developing it for him. And then he like he'll have like this dream. He comes back from his dream, and he's just like, I've got to figure it out. I want to do this. And she goes, What does that mean? He goes, I don't fucking know, but it's gonna be cool. So that's what's cool. Like, that sounds sounds like some of our dumb shit. Yeah. I don't know what it is or what it means or what it stands for, but we're going to do that. Why? Because it'll be cool. So, the guild was about the lives inside and outside video games of the members of an online guild, the Knights of Good. Hmm. And apparently there was quite a lot of it because it was on for like six, six years. Seasons? Yeah. Well. But apparently they're very short episodes, no. right? Well, yeah, because they're, they're web, they were webisodes. Yeah. And like the first, see, when I first watched it, I think the first two or three seasons were out, and I think they all came out, I don't know, I assume they all came out at the same time, I don't fucking know. But I watched those, and I watched them like two or three different times, and each season would come out afterwards, and I was like, these are great. But I don't think it had to wait years. Hmm. I think they came out like pretty quick. Did either of you ever watch Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog? I fucking love yeah. Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. And I was looking for that the other day. Because I was, I didn't want to, I was hoping it would be on Tyler's DVD closet. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, why would it be in there? Is it in there? Mm-hmm. Is it in the DVD closet? It might be in the Blu-ray closet. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah I was, I was hoping it was on like Netflix or something like that. And I was like, motherfucker, this shit was so good. And I was like, I bet it's on YouTube, but I didn't feel like searching in YouTube. And yeah. what you, what, when it came out, it wasn't for anything. It was like a YouTube channel thing. Yeah, it was like it was a web series. Yeah. Until next time. See you then. See you then. See you then. See you then. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get this shit right one day. Shadow clone jutsu. Yeah, I've heard of shadow clone. He ain't shit. Just another geek. He's kind of fly though. Fuck the stage. It's time to get loose. Feeling bigger than Bruce Bruce. Let's get loud. And raise the motherfucking roof like chicken soup. Satisfaction that you're used to. Gorged on the truth. Sitting fat as a daibutsu. It's how the whole crew do. Now we lose using high rank jutsu. Open source bufu. Ubuntu. Homemade Bruce. We can let go. Fruit fruit. Taylor Swift feeling 22 but well above the average. Chucking deuces. Clocking rock star status. Head to in the atmosphere. So make a wish. When you see us passing through the stratus Then poop like magic With some Maya new added You two could be the baddest So obsessed with your passions To the point of madness Yeah, feeling fantastic We are the in crowd We are the new scene We're living such well Doing our own thing Now we run the streets Everywhere we go And you can call us geeks The coolest geeks you know We are the in crowd We are the new scene We're living such well Doing our own thing now we run the streets all around the globe, and you can call us geeks. The coolest geeks I got a basketball Jones, and I'm Jonesing for a doctor. 
Yo, I got Maya's a Martha. She's got the medicine to satisfy my fetishes. She can teach me what Kamala talks at Hartha. Sorry, Indy, I'd rather go hand solo. Mono, we mono, es no bueno, no homo. So doma arigato, Mr. Roboto. Pass the sake, and now we're turning up bottles. Going full throttle, faster than Vanellope's. Swerving through lanes, cutting colder than some deli meat. Sandwiched between sexy ladies sporting belly rings. That's how it is, true story, no embellishing. So welcome to the race the noobs are just starting when we're too fast too furious no parking photo finish duck facing like dark wing we live the roles that we play no larping we are the in crowd we are the new scene we're living such well doing our own thing now we run the streets everywhere we go and you can call us geeks the coolest geeks you know we are the in crowd we are the new scene we're living such well doing our own thing now we run the streets all around the globe and you can call us geeks the coolest geeks you know and every day we're going straight bananas bro monkey in around dangling off of banisters showing proof eating wannabes like hannibal with the side of bread like we're rich as the lannisters paparazzi plot cause they can't resist the animals can't in your shot, now I'm living in your camera. You caught me, nostril full of Sharpie. Hufflepuff getting flyer than a heartbeat. So, what's the sitch? We're doing the impossible, clearing every obstacle, and my confidence palpable. Taste it, no blood, sweat, or tears wasted. Face it, we run home in a world of bass hits. So, let the bass hit and hit the dance floor. And, like an idiot, let your body go. Too legit to quit, you know we got the glow. Hands up for the coolest geeks you'll ever know. We are the in crowd, we are the new scene We're living such well, doing our own thing Now we run the streets, everywhere we go And you can call us geeks, the coolest geeks you know We are the in crowd, we are the new scene We're living such well, doing our own thing Now we run the streets, all around the globe And you can call us geeks, the coolest geeks you know I mean, I guess he's kinda cute, but his rhymes are whack why would anyone listen to him when they could listen to anything else? Like, I don't even know what a senpai even is. This has been an episode of Carpathian Kittens. Copyright 2019, 184 Studios.